And we are here at the Commodity Classic. I'm getting a chance to sit down now with Paul Ray with BASF and Livio Tedeschi with BASF. Gentlemen, thank you both so much for joining me here today as uh, we talk about just a, a few different things going on in agriculture and what is going on with BASF. And I, I think just to start, Livio, let's first talk about where BASF is at as a company. What, what have been some of the highlights of the last year? See. BSF has been in agriculture for over 120 years and uh, perhaps the last couple of years have been the most exciting ones. We, we see a tremendous amount of change in agriculture and the way it is done in the challenges uh, growers are facing and we never felt uh, as, to, as able as today to support growers with a range of solutions from seed and trades, nitrogen and soil management chemistry, crop protection, digital farming, and uh, it is an area in which we are shaping uh, a different way to combine all this technology to support farms. Last year has been uh, very good for BSF. We, um, we went beyond the 10 billion turnover, uh, improved uh, our profitability in terms of relative margin and a big jump in absolute bottom line delivery. So we are very thankful for all the commercial partners who supported us uh, and growers who uh, trust uh, our products. And then we now look forward to continuing this journey. Now, how do you feel the future of agriculture is shaping up globally? I, I, there's a lot going on. Sustainability is a hot topic. There's a lot of buzzwords around it. Precision agriculture. So many different things right now. What are your thoughts on that and how that's all kind of shaping up globally? First of all, I think we all felt the struggle across uh, the last three years, first with the COVID pandemic, and there the question of food security and uh, ready availability of food was first raised. And then when uh, we saw the invasion of Ukraine, the, the question was raised even more strongly because the dynamic there was on one side on grain availability and supply on the other side effects on fertilizer prices and general prices. So we see that demand in agriculture uh, is never as strong as it, as it is today. And uh, there's no sign at all that demand will drop in the future. So we've got not only growing population, scarcity of land, but also application like sustainable fuels, which are, um, uh, which are creating a stronger demand for grains and oil seeds. And then uh, in, in this situation though, we see that for growers, uh, farming has become more and more difficult. So growers are confronted with higher weather volatility, Water management is a big problem and water scarcity is being felt for a lot of growers more and more. And then societal and regulatory requirements when it comes to carbon, sustainability, biodiversity, resource management. So how can you manage uh, with a, a single mind all that? And this is why we think that new technology like digital farming, taking into account all the constraints and uh, allowing for combining inputs towards higher productivity is the way to go for the future. Well, Paul, I want to turn to you, uh, kind of piggybacking off some things Livio mentioned there. I know supply chains have been a big issue the last 12, 24 months here across the U.S., across the globe, really. How has product supply in the U.S as we head into the growing season and what has BASF done or had to do to maybe alleviate some of those concerns? 
Yeah, first of all, a big thank you to our customers for the support they provided our products during what was a really turbulent uh, time. And I'm sure on occasions they, they felt that um, they couldn't always get what they wanted, whether it be from BASF or others. And that's just demonstrated how much volatile uh, environment we're all operating in. And we really had to work harder than ever to get our product to marketplace. And our, our team really was dedicated during COVID, for instance, like operating on a factory floor every single day to keep our supply chain running so that farmers could plant and grow a crop. And, and um, when we look back, it was quite remarkable, given what we were all facing, how everyone kept going, including farmers. And uh, I think that's a testament to agriculture, to be perfectly honest. But coming out of that, we've learned quite a few things and there's been a few opportunities for us to improve our supply chain. We've improved and increased our capacity. Uh, we've streamlined many of our operations to include using more robotics to uh, help the production of our, of our products. We've uh, registered additional sources of our, of our products so that we have more options. If one supply option is limited, we can go to another. Uh, and we've also increased our communication to customers, giving much more transparency earlier in the season so they can make good planning decisions about what products we'll have, when will they be available, so that a farmer or a retailer can actually plan out their year uh, with much more um, comfort. Um, so again, it's going to be um, uh, a lot of our products are in very high demand, so there may be uh, still some products that feel tight, but I think 2023 we will start to see some improvement in the supply chain that we haven't seen for a couple of years. Well, thinking about financing inflation, I know that's another huge issue right now. Now that we're alleviating some of those supply chain concerns, we're worried about cost of things, inputs going higher and higher. What are some options that growers have when it comes to financing with BASF, if that's something they want to look at? Yeah, I think inflation's real. Uh, the cost of uh, capital has only increased substantially in the last few years. And for a long time, really, we didn't have to worry so much about that. Mm. I'm sure it's a big priority for farmers now is how do I effectively secure capital at cost-effective rates so I can continue to run my operation successfully. So we thought about that coming into 2023. Farmers would really value uh, a low interest uh, option when purchasing their product. So we've announced earlier in the year uh, a 0% financing for their early purchases of BSF product through their authorised BSF retailer. And this will really allow farmers to perhaps do something else with their capital, improve their margins, and also secure their product nice and early so they have it when they need it. So we think this is going to be highly valuable. When you look at the, the market rates today for, for capital, this is a, a big advantage for farmers. Well, Paul as well, uh, what are some new innovations for BASF as you're looking here into 2023 and beyond? What are some things you're excited about? Well, the last few years with these higher commodity prices, farmers have really looked to optimise their production and our fungicide portfolio has really led the way. And, and I think a, a production challenge many growers have now on their mind for, for corn production is Tarspot. And our uh, Veltima range of products has really given them a much better solution to really uh, manage that uh, pest pressure and improve their yield. Uh, we've released a number of new seed varieties, both in our cotton range for our Fibermax and Stoneville product line that really push uh, production even further. And in the last few years, we've launched the Tavo soybean seed, which really gives Midwest growers a new range on the, on the shelf for them to select from. We're seeing really impressive yields, really high, consistent production from that uh, product line, and we're excited about that. If we look two or three years out, that innovation is going to keep coming. We've got about 25 new products to launch here in the United States in the next four years. That's a lot, so farmers can really count on BASF as a strong partner to bring those innovations. And over the horizon, we see new innovations like uh, Smart Sprayer. We're in a joint venture with Bosch to bring that technology to farmers to really 
optimize their applications uh, of uh, herbicides and other products. So that's exciting. And further down the road, a new suite of traits. And the one that really excites me is our soybean cyst nematode trait. This is an increasing problem for many parts of the Midwest and those yep. soybean growing areas where we're seeing now increasing uh, impact to yield because of soybean cyst and sudden death syndrome. And we see that creeping up over five to six, seven bushels at a time. And over the next two or three years, the number of acres that are affected is going to increase and the yield impact is also growing. So we'll have a new trait available for soybean growers here towards the uh, latter part of this decade, which will give them um, certainty and consistency in controlling that pest. So uh, we're really excited about that. We think that's a big production challenge because soybeans have a really bright future mm -hmm. and improving yield has to be the foundation for U.S. growers. Couldn't agree more. A lot of exciting innovations on the horizon from BASF. Livio, I'll bring it back to you. Same question. Give us some global perspective on that, though. What are some things that you're excited about as you look at different innovations? And I believe there's some announcements that are coming up as well, if you could share some details on that. See, I'm not going to repeat what Paul has just said, <laughs> uh, but uh, perhaps... The areas of innovations we are looking at, so first of all, the, the key crops uh, for BSF being canola, uh, soybean, cotton, wheat, rice, and also vegetable seeds. So uh, we have, uh, and corn, and uh, we have uh, in, immense investment uh, into those pipelines, both on the seed and trade side, as well on the chemistry side. Then a uh, big boost will be without um, digital solutions. So we see a lot of uh, transformational power in uh, digital and precision farming. Paul has mentioned uh, our smart sprayer technology. And uh, we really believe this can make a difference because it will be really the, um, the bridge between higher productivity and uh, lower input cost in a highly inflationary environment, which might go away in one or two years, but will, not, will come back uh, at a certain point and also address all the sustainability uh, requirements and concern and ultimately allow growers to have a produce which can be placed at a higher value with uh, either the food uh, processing industry or the, the fiber and uh, clothing industry. So this is um, really all we're looking at. But I think the, the biggest point uh, of change is the way we do innovation as uh, well uh, away now from single product focus is looking at ag agriculture as a whole system fully connected with environment with safety with society and regulators and really try to to support pharma in this highly complex world uh, with the best of our ability and uh, a range of highly innovative solutions very exciting things i know growers of course appreciate all the innovation that basf does Paul, Livio, I appreciate a few minutes of your time here today at Commodity Classic. Thanks so much for joining me and uh, sharing some highlights. We appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Thanks Thank you very much. much. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks appreciate so much. That.